Jared, thanks again for joining us on Behind the Bowtie Podcast. This has definitely been long awaited. Yeah. Can't wait to have you on and just talk about all the good things that you do at Pepper Entertainment. Appreciate so, you having me. Looking forward to it. Hey, you're welcome. What a crazy summer and man, I feel like spring for you guys. Like you had Snoop Dogg concert, you had <laughs> Nowy just recently. Yeah. Old Dominion, Kip Moore, like man, that keeps you busy, right? Yeah, it's been a crazy summer. I mean, it's actually by you know, kind of our normal standards, it was a lighter summer in terms of uh, just show loads overall, and um, which was good, you know, because uh, we, we had very targeted uh, amount of shows across mm-hmm. the country. Um, but it also allowed us time we don't typically get in the summer to kind of, you know, start planning ahead and looking at fall, winter. We, yeah. you know, I think the month of July, we, uh, we announced 30 shows for the fall. Um, you know, it's, it, 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 those are usually intermittents, right? Mm-hmm. Where you have a batch that go out and then you kind of come back, get up, you know, get, come up for air, so to speak. Right. Um, but we did a lot of, um, advanced planning during the summer months, which we typically don't get, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I'm already working on 2023 uh, Q1, Q2 and, and really kind of starting to dig into summer again for next year, just trying to stay ahead of the curve. Well, that's fantastic that you're doing all the groundwork now, building the foundation, getting uh, artists locked in just to announce those here later before other people swipe them up or venues exactly. or so on and so forth. You know, so. Try, try to get out in the fall for next year and, uh, and you get Q1, you're, you know, you're pretty much putting shows on sale for fall of that year. So it's just kind of an evolution, uh, but we're trying to you know, stay ahead of that a little bit and keep, keep scaling the brand. Have you seen a lot of interest um, this year and um, even going into fall of 2022 and then 2023 as well. Just people wanting to get out, go see concerts, and even travel to yeah. go, go to probably numerous shows. Yeah, I mean, got interesting, you know, as you got into kind of late spring, early summer with gas prices and inflation yeah. and, you know, $4 for a jug of milk at the store, you know. We saw a, a real dip in terms of just nationally what are what we would call ticket wraps right Mm -hmm. um as you as you look at your counts uh you know a couple times a week we saw them kind of stall right where we're not used to seeing that a lot right there's certain pockets of the country that for whatever reason the show underperforms a little bit but you know you you kind of have a, a you know a par if you will and so we really didn't know how it was going to translate into late summer and then fall on sales. But, you know, as we got kind of post 4th of July, it, it kind of took right back off. And I think the pent up demand mm-hmm. is still there. Um, you know, the one thing that you don't really uh, cut out of your budgets is entertainment, right? right. Nightlife oh, and yeah. entertainment. You know, people are still going to go out to eat. They are. Go out and dine. Uh, have a good time. Go to concerts. You mm-hmm. know, it's kind of the top of the list. So, um fully anticipate you know a continued strong fall and then you know, moving in the next year um it, it's you know it looks great and i think the one thing too about living in the midwest like you said people love to go out for eat dinner and even entertain themselves if that's going to the movie theater that's yep. going to a concert or a sporting event and i'm a big concert goer it's just like okay you budget yourself okay we're going to do two or three big shows this quarter yep. and then you have that certain dollar amount and then you know what kind of tickets you could get yeah, and you know, being in the Midwest, especially those shows, um, we're, we're fairly insulated, right, from we are. from the economies, and even our gas prices were up. It wasn't like California where they were paying you know seven eight bucks, you right. know, at, at the peak. 
um, and our commutes are a lot shorter, right? So cost of living so is still true. marginal. You know, you can still you can still go out and do stuff, even though everyone probably felt somewhat of an impact, right? Right. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but if you go to a concert here in the Midwest and the surrounding areas that you guys serve um, and promote, ticket prices are really reasonable, even if you're up in the top rows or even close to the stage. You go to the coast and everything, they could be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there's it's there's a huge difference in, yeah. in you know, kind of this part of the country. And, and even when you get to the venues, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we rarely see arenas around here charge you to park you know so true uh, and yeah. same with food and beverage and mm -hmm. just some of those things that as we you know look at you know shows we're doing in you know the phoenix area or the denver area you know you start looking at everything from a to z it's just more um which it means is. the consumer obviously uh, it passes through mm -hmm. um so we're lucky here we're, we're pretty you know insulated with, with respects to that we are super lucky, and living in Omaha, I had some of my friends come for come up for the Old Dominion concert oh, sure. at, at the fairgrounds. What a great show! Congrats on that. Th third time, finally, we got them to play. Hey, <laughs> third time's a charm. <laughs> one pandemic, you know, one major storm, and then one concert. Hey, know, so. but it was it was cool to play it off. The band loved it. You know, we all been working towards keeping it rescheduled. Mm -hmm. and, uh, beautiful night, kick off the fair. Um, you know, it was a special night. What all goes into like putting a show together, like for our listeners and viewers, I bet it's just not like, hey, you call up the band or <laughs> it's just like, okay, we're going to do this date. There's got to be a lot of planning involved in my craft. Yeah, I mean, there are so many logistics. I've, uh, you know, I've always thought of us, well, as a marketing company first, but really marketing and promotions is so much logistics with the routings. You know, you have to be right place, right time, the, the venues have to have the avails mm -hmm. uh, for the routing to get the holds. Um, obviously, there's a negotiation on the offer phase and contract phase. Um, you know, then it's a whole nother wave of finding a window to put it on sale and when mm -hmm. to announce it. You have market traffic and then not just your own, but you've got other promoters, other mm -hmm. events. You get into major markets, you know, you've got NFL, MLB, right. you know, all of those things come into play on where you park a show and when's it go on sale and um you know then it, it kind of goes down to the marketing team and you know ad plans and approvals and mm -hmm. uh that's a whole process um you know you're buying media with radio stations tv outdoor digital you know every every ad plan is its own thing right every right. artist has a unique demographic mm -hmm. um that you have to target you obviously have all the social media channels to manage and um, you know, then you get into the, you know, the show is actually on sale. Yeah. You know, that's, that, that's the easy part. Then the, then the work starts. Right. Um, audio lighting production, you know, uh, working with the arenas or the amphitheaters mm -hmm. on those logistics. Um, you know, everything from catering to runners to airport runs. Uh, I mean the day, you know, the run of show for mm -hmm. the day of schedule, you know, you, you manage all of that A to Z, uh, you know, that's one show. You it know, is, yeah. we do, you know, this year I think will be, you know, 2022, probably about 225 shows. That's incredible. Um, which, you Ooh. know, when you average them out, it's a pretty yeah. good pace. It you is know, good pace. 2023, our goal is to do 400. Dang. Um, you know, that's yeah. a lofty goal. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. You know, but that's what, you know, that's that's the course we're on. And, you know, that's what it's a way of life for us. Yeah, you guys are growing and thriving at Pepper Entertainment. What would you say is maybe the most difficult part on 
Maybe it's booking this show. Maybe it's running the day of this show or putting the tickets on sale. Or it could maybe be a variety of all. Yeah, you know, you know it's a great question. It's, um, you know, probably, and this is maybe not specific to concerts, right? Or, or maybe even just specific to Pepper. But for me, being a business owner and uh, independently operated, mm -hmm. uh, my biggest challenge has always been figuring out where to hire right yeah. when do you hire absolutely how do you hire who so do you true. hire um you know finding the right people is mm -hmm. the key right you got you got to have the grinders you got to have the winners right um that then believe in the vision quest um so to me that's always been probably personally for me my biggest challenge owning mm -hmm. the company and starting it literally in our basement you know um you know then you know then you got the day-to-day -day challenges right when you're you know i think we're you know, finished last year, maybe top 25 or maybe top 30 in the world for ranked promoters. And it's like, okay, that's cool. That's you know, the accolade's great. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're just some Midwest people, you know, we're right. not in LA, we're not in New York or Nashville, um, which is great for us. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, how do you keep the pace, yeah. right? How do you, how do you, how do you scale, right? From 225 shows to 400, how do you stay relevant? So those are challenges that, that I identify and th those for me are kind of the hardest to, to kind of, you know, forecast and manage, but you do your best, right? And, right. and surround yourself with good people. And I think that goes to anything. If a whole tribe puts on a show and everything, and there's so many people from A to Z that goes in, like when you go to a concert and everything, you, you just see the, basically the final the party. Yeah. The party, <laughs> right? Which is fun. You see the yeah. final presentation, yeah. Yeah. but you don't, you don't see, all the headaches, no. all the running around. No. The, the lighting must be good. The sound yeah. must be good. Last minute things. The yeah. oh, by the ways, we call those. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of oh, by the ways. Yeah. I would probably say, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, we got to do <laughs> There's this There's a lot again. of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But once you put, when, once you empower your people. Yes. Find the right people and trust them, everything usually falls into place. It, it, it does, you know, and. Um, there's going to be issues in any business. There's always challenges. Oh, yes. You know, it's about resolving them and, uh, you know, finding a balance, right? Mm -hmm. and, and in music, you know, that's, there's a lot of those, right? But, um, you know, we have a great team, so I'm, I'm blessed to have, you know, superstars that have, have joined forces, yeah. right, and have, have believed in our vision and have embraced it, and that's really what it's about. And I, I think that says a lot about you, and can you just mention – how did Pepper Entertainment even begin? Because I know you hustle, you work hard. Like when we contact, I feel like you're running 10 different directions all the time, which is a good thing, you know? Mostly because of my kids. You know? <laughs> hey, family's you know, important yeah, too. Yeah. You know, the little Nathan ones keep, keep you hopping outside of, you know, your, your, your A time, right? Um, but, uh, you know, Pepper started as just kind of a hobby. You know, I was working for a media company um, locally here in Sioux Falls, got my start there, was bouncing around, uh, considering going to law school, um, got offered a job and took it, um, and ended up just kind of backing into what really became a focus on the entertainment accounts. So, mm -hmm. um, I managed a lot of the local stuff, um, you know, the Sioux Empire Fair, yeah. you know, Jazz Fest was huge at mm -hmm. that time. Jazz you know? Fest was big. Um, you know, s still sad that that's, that's not no longer, but it is what it is. Um, the air show had just come in the market. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that stuff I was managing the print marketing for, 
and you know this was before facebook and instagram yeah you know, which is hard to believe it was you know it was like myspace myspace yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you used to have your myspace page and your yeah. like themes or song or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> uh so i came into that just um blind really i didn't mm -hmm. have a music focus by any stretch um, I, my background was always you know uh, sports you yeah. know i played college baseball so um so as i got more into that pepper became just a hobby right i started you know, getting contacted by folks that I worked with in the media companies saying, hey, we have this person or we have this e event, and, you know, you'd be willing to, you know, you should start your own thing sometime. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's how it started. It became an idea and I put it, put it in writing and did it as a side hustle really for maybe two years and then uh, decided to quit corporate America. And I, I launched Pepper in uh, 2006. Congratulations, Thank you. man. Yeah. Now we're in 2022. Jeez, 15 yeah, yeah. plus years. Yeah, I think we're right out around 17. Yeah. Um, so, it's been a wild ride. What would what advice would you give to someone that wants to be an entrepreneur or has an idea, uh, kind of like what you did, you know, many years ago, um, to motivate them? I mean, you got to take the shot. Yeah. You know, right. I mean, I always looked at it as I had no money, you know, and it was right. like, what do, what do I have to lose? Um, if it, if I try and it doesn't work, you know, at that point, my mindset was, you know, something will work out, right? I'll go back. Yeah. Right. I, I have the experience now to at least go re-interview somewhere. And, um, and I, you know, at that point it, it just became, a, a you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to fail. Right. I wanted to invest back in myself. So I think the key is if you got an idea, you know, pursue it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, when you invest in yourself, it's, it's not hard to get out of bed in the morning if, if you want to pay your bills, right? You yeah. have to. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that's always been a key factor to me to stay motivated, stay humble. Um, and then, you know, like, again, surround yourself with people that can help you achieve the dream and, yeah. and treat them well along the way, right? right. And, and, and embrace them as, uh, you know, whether they're an owner or not. I've always run Pepper like, you know, we're all in it together. Right. Yeah. I mean, it either works for all of us or none of us. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so I, I think, you know, those are those are key components. And I think you guys are like a family at Pepper. You know, yeah. you guys all do it together. You go blood, sweat and tears. That's that's the goal. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal. Yeah. And, and then like go after it. Like, yeah. I, I think of sports like you mentioned, you play college baseball. Well, well, shout out TSJC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go Trojans. That's yeah. where I'm from. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people know that. But well, yeah, Trinidad, Colorado. Yeah. Um, I love it there. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, fun. It's you know, Fisher's Peak. Yeah. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, I, I kind of lost my train of thought. But I know where. Who did you play ball with when you were at TSJC? I mean, our coach was Steve Ramharder. Steve uh, Ramharder. Okay, that was before Scott Douglas, right? Yeah, this would have been a 90, uh, 97, 97 through 99. Okay. Yep kind of dating myself here but you know i went i went to school back in 2001 over there oh so i i just missed you yeah we yeah. just missed each other because was nate cabrera john summers those guys were uh, they before they, you or after they were before me okay yep. yeah summers was the i think he graduated the year i came in as a freshman okay um so those guys were just moving on and uh so yeah i was there till 99 and then went to a point loma in san diego you really know. cool yeah i yeah. can't believe i moved well, I moved back, not willing to stay. Yeah. And then now I have Pepper, so. <laughs> it all worked out. Yeah, I guess. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm here for a while now. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, being an entrepreneur, it, it, like any famous sport star or 
any successful politician, role model, whatever, you just go after it. You got to have you, the hustle. You got to hustle. Know. You got to grind. You, you got to do. do it. And, and I think, you know, part of, you know, growing our business is dealing with a lot of potential new hires and folks that, you know, that are interested in, you know, whether it be marketing or it could be specifically entertainment, right? And, um, you know, it's, they see maybe the, you know, where you're at, what the perception is currently, and they didn't see behind the scenes yeah. for the last, you know, decade plus of what it takes to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and so many folks want the instant gratification. It's like, I think we all do, but you got to put the work in to get there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's so valuable to, to see it be built, right, and be mm-hmm. a part of it, and it makes you appreciate it a lot more. Oh, exactly. You're seeing a foundation of a house being built from the ground Correct. up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh, we had to pour the cement, yeah. and we had to level it out. change the windows we, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the carpets, you know. We got we to reboot this. There's know? like yeah. probably 20 steps. It's just yeah. not yeah. one and two and finished, no, right? No, no. It's, it's, it's a process for sure. Uh, you probably have good stories being in your industry for, like you said, the 17 years that you've been doing it. Any good stories that you would want to share with anyone? I mean, I've always had the, the rule where we, I don't hang out with bands, right? right. I've, I've been, yeah, I've had some, I've seen some wild stuff. I bet you, you know? have. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, it, it's, you know, I think probably people from my team would be better at it, you know answering those questions but i mean i i've you know we we've seen a lot and uh most most of it family friendly right yeah. i mean just people having a good time or you see artists coming up that are blowing you know just blowing out shows it's and it's kind of like you think back it's like man i remember when i got started yeah and um so it's probably more of that stuff mm-hmm. than it is like the actual parties right um you know, we've, we've had, you know, every band, you know, pretty much every national touring band I've done in the last 17 years. So, you know, the rock bands are usually the craziest for the most part. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, the country guys, country gals are the most laid back, you know. I could see them being um, very laid back, You yeah. know, and then you get, you know, the mixed bag, right? Yeah. Your pop acts or your indie acts, you know, everyone has their own kind of cork, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... It's, it's probably been more like the shows I've done. You know, I did 21 Pilots before they blew up at the district here in Sioux Falls. I mean, uh, you know, they were announcing their first arena headlining tour that same day. You know, I ended up doing them about a year later at Premier Center, you know. So we went yeah, from they, mm-hmm. doing like 1,500 tickets and then less than a year later, 10,000 tickets. You know, same with Luke Combs. That's you know? cool, yeah. Um, so to me, those have kind of been some of my my more memorable moments. Mm-hmm. Just being on the front end of some of those bands and now just seeing how big they are. Yeah, both those acts, like you mentioned, yeah, are very big now. Yeah. They're household names. Yeah, massive. When you go about, like, deciding on what venue uh, that you want to put them and everything, how does that even work? Like, you have an upcoming act, you're like, okay, they'd be perfect for the district or the alliance. Or you're like, okay, they're, they're up and coming, they have maybe a few number one songs. Okay, yeah they'll maybe draw a big crowd at the premier center. I mean, a lot of it's gut feel, to be honest, when it comes to, you know, where you stick them market to market. Um, A lot of it, again, comes down to routing. Um, What opportunities we specifically have, because there's obviously other promoters nationwide, Mm -hmm. worldwide, um, and that control legs or complete 
uh, tours in general. So the inventory, right? You got to have access to the inventory. So you you kind of start figuring out which ones are out, which ones are realistic, which ones are routing for markets that you regularly promote in. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of a team effort, right? There's, their management companies are very particular, right? Yeah. They will say, hey, you know, we're looking for, you know, venues two to 3,000 cap range, you know, in the Southeast, you know, here are the ticket price parameters, you know, um, you know, send mutually agreeable offers, so to speak, right? Right. So you get some guidance, but mm-hmm. then you kind of, you know, it's, that's where there's an art to what you do, right? Mm-hmm. You got to figure it out. Um, so um, a whole other process, you know. And throughout the many years, you built those relationships too, so you... you We've tried, you know, that's, the, the, the relationships are the key, right? Yeah. Um, you can't do every show, you're not going to get every show, um, but the relationships and having them long-term um, is the key to the longevity, you know, mm-hmm. you, you got to have them. Yeah, if something falls through and everything, they know who to call on because you've had the experience and everything, yeah. and it may not be locally but you may have other places that you can book them and everything well and likewise when things go south right right it's always good to have managers that you know <laughs> uh understand the economics of that and you know everyone works together to try to resolve it that doesn't happen right yeah things never never go south no right? never it's, they, ever, they all, it's always unicorns a walk in the park. rainbows yeah, right yeah, yeah, home yeah, runs yeah, every single every day every one of them yeah <laughs> everyone wants to be a promoter you know it's like uh, you just got to like light 20 grand on fire and be okay with it. And then maybe you could you'd be a promoter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, I think about your, like your profession and everything kind of like a sports agent too. Yeah. It's, it's real similar. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's a lot of that stuff, you know, there's a lot of similarities, right? Mm-hmm. It's just my trades in music versus baseball or football or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, um, and maybe you can end on this. Any interesting requests from an artist or um, band that you've ever had throughout your time, or that you would want to share with your team? I mean, you team? know, you get the you get the rock doc request, you know, uh, not often, but enough, you know. <laughs> so there's always like, okay, how do you, you know how you balance that, and um, you know, so you get a little bit of that, and um, but generally speaking, it's you know the stories you hear. Uh, I mean, yes, they're they're real right but they're far and few between right most everyone that's on the road are professional they're touring it's their business it's their life you know they have their family on the bus they have kids right just like everyone else um they're just doing it on the road exactly doing it from a prevost and um you know they all have for the most part health and fitness schedules and Mm -hmm. dietary needs just like anyone else would right so true um at least at the level we're promoting shows now back in the club days when I was doing like Nutty's North, I don't know if oh, you yeah. remember I Nutty's remember North. Nutty's you know, North. it was like oh, yeah. 200 capacity rock club. <laughs> you know, I was doing bands like Five Finger Death Punch and Drowning Pool. You know, all those bands in the basement. And I remember both. Oh, Five Finger Death Punch are coming here with Brantley Gilbert yeah, and then yeah. um, Drowning Pool. Yep. Um, I saw them at Ozfest many, many years ago. Lead Singer passed, but yeah. they had some good yep. songs. So during my younger days promoting, yeah, that's where the party was a little more. You know. Um, you know, on the on the on the day to day, because I was doing literally rock clubs. I wasn't doing anything with Nashville artists. Uh, literally, just active rock. You know, I started Crowfest um, with the station here in town. You know, we, we, we did that Canary Stadium, Houston Speedway. We ended at, ended it at the fairgrounds after I think seven or eight years. You know, had Marilyn Manson, had Rob Zombie, Slipknot, Corn. 
mm-hmm. did all those. I mean, those were those were crazy days. Those are crazy. <laughs> all those artists that you yeah. mentioned, they're just yeah. crazy. I just yeah. if you saw the Woodstock '99 yeah. special on Netflix, yeah. I have not seen it, but you should. Um, it's <laughs> maybe tonight. <laughs> it's pretty good because Corn yeah. was one of the headliners there. Uh, Limp Biscuit was. Oh yeah. And um, oh man, who started it out? Um, J- James Brown started oh. it out the first day of How Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, rest in peace, James yeah, Brown. Yeah, no doubt. Performer. Yeah. Um, any, if you had to book your dream show, living, yeah. dead yep. artists, bands, whomever, what would be the top three that you would? Oh. That would be a hard question for me because yeah. I, I just love well, music. Well, I know when we first started talking about this, I don't believe it was the late Taylor Hawkins. No, it wasn't. Um, you know, so. Foo has always been on my list, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I've seen him um, quite a few times, um, you know. So I'd have to, I'd have to say Foo Fighters, right? For sure. Um, you know, I'm a huge Aerosmith fan. Love Steven Tyler. C- classic rock is kind of my thing, um, you know. So Aerosmith has always been on my list. Um, I've seen Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field, you know. Again, um, and. Pretty much the Seattle rock scene, you mm-hmm. know, the grunge scene. You know, Alice in Chains. I've done them, um, but you know, going back, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, that'd be good. I mean, yeah. Uh, Hendrix. Oh, right? Jimi Hendrix. And, Unbelievable. You know, as you get older, and you know, in the music business, like have more appreciation for mm-hmm. some of the artists that you just maybe listened to in high school and right. you know, smoked weed or whatever. You know. <laughs> so- uh, now you're just like, oh, these guys were legends. They were. You know, the doors, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I couldn't pick one, but there's there's kind of a mixed bag of if I could just like cherry pick, you know, I would probably start with that short list and see I what happened, you know. That'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Foo Fighters and with Taylor Hawkins yeah. and everything. Oh, my gosh. I know. Dave Grohl and them. Oh, incredible to me. Yeah. 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 I think they're idols. Yeah, for sure. So many good albums yeah. that you gone through life or when you hear a song of a band no, no matter who it is it kind of brings you back to that memory it's like oh, i was going through this absolutely time. or yeah. this is a great time when yeah. i was on top of well, the you kind of have your own anthems right yeah. it's like oh i remember when i was a junior in high school and this was my jam you know or whatever right um no doubt about it yeah we all have a playlist if that's a workout playlist a sad playlist <laughs> yeah. happy dance playlist yeah but yeah yeah um, any upcoming events you would like to highlight for our listeners and viewers? And we'll you know, we, we have um, probably 60 to 80 shows on sale currently for this year yet. Um, I can't think of, like, one in particular. Um, but, you know, for those that want to check out the website, you know, we're constantly, you know, that thing's on the on the regular update, right? For sure. <laughs> it's just on the auto updates at this point in our life. Um, it's just pepperentainment.com. Uh, all of our social media stuff, uh, you know, is up. Instagram, Facebook, you know, all that stuff. Um, so that's that's the place to go to, to find shows. You know, we're promoting shows in about 35 states. You know, I think we get uh, one of the biggest things I, you know, I hear is like, oh, well, we didn't know you did shows there. We didn't know you do there. And mm-hmm. vice versa, right? Yeah. When I'm in Nashville or L.A. for meetings, they're like, well, I know you're from Sioux Falls, but where do I go? No, it's in Sioux Falls. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So if you want to check out what we're doing, and um, we got a mixed bag of everything from active rock to country, you name it, right? Um, you guys have, you guys hit all my like bucket list like concerts. I feel like because you're always trying to get something new, yeah, and different, and like. 
Chris Daughtry yeah. was one that I've been wanting to see Daughtry. He was booked in like Harris Dirt Concert Cove in Omaha. Yep, Files, yep. Council Bluffs with Three Doors Down. Somehow, someway, I think the show got canceled. Couldn't couldn't see him. Yep. Then six years after, <laughs> then you guys get him here at the district. And, and like yeah, talking great. About, like venues. Perfect venue for him. Perfect venue. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, nearly center. sold out on a Monday night, which is fantastic, you know. Um, but, yeah, we try to do you know, deliver the best we can, right? Yeah. I mean, there's obviously acts that are touring that are fresh, that are hot, that we try to chase. There's there's the staples, right, the classic rock legends. Uh, you know, everything from A to Z. It's like, you know, we try to just deliver a fan experience, and everyone has a different palette, right, mm-hmm. and what they're into. Um, what would you say with, like, Sioux Falls? Are you – because I feel like with Sioux Falls growing, are you seeing more and more – artists and promoters looking at coming in this area probably from previous years that maybe we didn't have as much interest yeah there's there's a lot of traffic right i mean it's it, anytime you can get snoop dogg and co wetzel to do <laughs> that's one insane. of two shows in the country together one of them being here unbelievable uh you know that says a lot for the market and um you know that's growing and and, and it's sold out right it was on a tuesday night um so it it shows the artists and obviously the artist managers that okay this is a sustainable market mm-hmm. we're located perfectly you know we're on either yeah. side of, of the interstates you know depending on what direction you're going right mm-hmm. um it's an easy stop for them so uh the, the the amount of recognition that sioux falls has got over the last really five to eight years has really been remarkable yeah, I, I've lived in Sioux Falls for the last eight years, and since the Premier Center opened yep. and everything, you it's guys a are huge, crushing it. It's been a huge, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we got it built. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of trickled down, right? Then it supports the district, the pavilion, mm-hmm. the fairground. I mean, everything, you know, you get more eyes looking to do things without driving them to Omaha or Minneapolis. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's a, good, it's a good problem to have. It is. Things fall into place. Yeah. If you haven't known Jared, check him out, Pepper Entertainment. Look at all the artists he has. He's doing great things. I appreciate your time, oh, man. It's great keep, being here, man. Keep doing what you're doing, yeah. and we'll catch up again. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right, man. You got it.